Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random mouse track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. I'm reinventing the podcast to think of a better joke. I got nothing. Hello, my name's Joe. Uh, reinventing the wheel, turn myself over. It's already a good title. It's It's hard to punch up. Or make about podcasting. Yeah. Reinventing the pod to cast myself over would be the, the blank check approach, but I don't know. You know, we don't go for cheap tricks on this podcast. No. We make things infinitely harder for ourselves for no reason. Yeah. That's, I mean, that might be the most true thing about this podcast, is that we just make it as, di- like, we do make it as difficult as possible. Honestly, we could make it harder. We could, we could. amp it up. It could be much more difficult than it is. We could have, like, much more stringent rules on on conversations to have or, 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 God, can you imagine booking a guest for every episode? Oh, every no, week? Oh, it'd be a nightmare. It's a full-time job. Anyways, uh, reinventing the wheel to run myself over. We're back to take this to your grave. We're back 2003. This song is a tight... Two minutes, 20 it's, seconds. Yeah, it's very in and out. Pretty short, yeah. Um, I, I think this episode is also going to be pretty quick and pretty tight and mm-hmm. short. But some, some, some details about it. This, was, uh, this, this song is almost entirely on, on Patrick's shoulders. Came up with the title. He wrote most of the lyrics, which is rare even for this first record. Uh, but even more so going forward. It's fun. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think it's it, it's good. I really like the intro with the bass line. Um, I think that's extremely dope. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I generally like the way that take this to your grave sounds. Um, yeah, it's more too. the contact that I tend to have issues with. Yeah, I have to be in the right mindset to not take it too seriously to, to jam 100 percent. But even like this is a song that I think is doesn't say much of anything, which is like kind of a strength for this tight like two minute song i think this is the closest to genuine punk they get on the record it's still got that pop that like the the tones they use are still a little poppier but um the energy is there it's upbeat yes i agree so there's this song sounds a certain way that made me text wheels to ask if it was if it belonged in a burnout game and they revealed to me that it just already was. Oh. Uh it's it's in Burnout 3 which I think is a game I've played. But um cuz I was trying to decide in my I was like is this is this more of a Tony Hawk song or is it or is it, it cuz parts of it are feel like that burnout energy but um it just was in Burnout 3. So shout out to to cars running into each other and blowing up. <laughs> When is Fall Out Boy going to do a song for a Fast and the Furious movie? Uh, I'm honestly surprised that that hasn't already happened. I'm surprised Pete hasn't been in one. Has he? There's no way. I would know about it. I'd I have to say, know about I it. Wanna, I'm going to look it up. I feel like no. I feel like the answer is no. But okay. Has Pete Wentz appeared in a Fast and Furious film? Uh, Pete Wentz, IMDb. <laughs> it's been on a lot of sitcoms. Yeah, so 
fun fact we don't have a lot to say about the sh- about the song so we're gonna we're gonna check out pete wins filmography uh-huh um which okay, i think is a, i think we've just done that before as well we have absolutely done this before yes actor okay ryan hansen solves crimes on television uh weezer can't knock the hustle uh let's see choo-choo-choo teen titans go we already knew that uh a lot of their own videos friends with benefits the movie the ashton kutcher movie uh tv series it says oh also i don't know if ashton kutcher was in friends with benefits or no strings attached but there was two casual sex movies that came out very close together uh they were in a lot of travis mccoy shit it looks like no no fast and the furious from what i'm seeing well i've spoken into the universe i'm sure i'm sure it'll happen what the fuck he was in Be- he was in the Beauty and the Beast TV. He he was a writer on the Beauty and the Beast TV series. That sounds fake. <laughs> Is that the one with Ron Perlman? That's like too old though. No, it it was in 2013. Oh, was there I didn't even know there was a TV show. It's like a CW on one. I guess that's what CW was doing before Riverdale. Beauty and the Beast with Pete Wentz? He wrote on it. What a fucking I guess. sentence. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. God, Pete, I'm know. so glad I'm so glad the band got back together because he was working on Beauty and the Beast and he wrote Grey. Like what the fuck was like who was he when there wasn't a band? Awful. It's wild. Pete, I hope you're okay. Wherever you yep. are. Pete. Get yourself in a in a Fast and the Furious movie. I'm sure Well you're rich, so I'm sure you're fine. Oh sure, yeah. There's always that. <laughs> but anyways. This song known for being in burnout three yeah i guess we can can just get into the lyrics now start with verse one uh which says i could walk this fine line between elation and success but we all know which way i'm going to strike the stake between my chest more vampire shit (laughs) so in quotes you have to prove yourself you'll have to prove it to me now what do any of these words mean i kind of like the line Walk the walk the line between elation and success. I also like that. I like the I like the sentiment behind. Uh, but we all know which way I'm gonna strike the stake between my chest. Um, I don't really like the phrasing of stake between my chest. I feel like it should be like stake, like in my chest or between my ribs, something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, chest rhymes with success, but using between a second time sounds good. Hmm. Sure. And then uh, I, I I like the you have to prove yourself just the way it's delivered. I don't really know, like, what is trying to be proven in this song. I just like the way it gets yelled. Yeah. Both here and again at the end of the song. Yeah, I I like the way that, that this is all delivered. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should I read the pre-chorus? 
Sure. <laughs> it's only two lines. Yeah. Um. So now sh- I'm gonna read the chorus too because it's also just yeah. Go for one it. One thing. I'm gonna read a total of three lines. Yeah. Uh, so now you're waiting up for him. You're wasting time. Yeah, every time. And then the chorus is, whoa, can't do it by myself, times four. Yeah, sure is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty bare bones. I don't know if it's like a breakup song or just a pining song. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of just, it, it's that liminal space of of pining, but it's it's unclear if it's, like what has actually happened between the two people because there's like a total of 25 words in this song it's just like this punchy energy that's i think vague enough for anyone to just be like okay yeah all right yeah yeah and then then open up the pit or crash your car into another car open up the pit Mm -hmm. but yeah so that chorus i think it sounds great um Mm -hmm. i feel like i complain about choruses they make now that are just one line but this one just hits really well yeah like sonically um and uh, yeah i can't do it by myself is like a a a, a situation to be in i think it it actually kind of means something um in this song even if it's like weirdly pining i think the the vulnerability of it is like it's like almost there it's like approaching yeah, it's definitely flirting with it. Yeah. I don't this long just or this this song just isn't long enough to to get all the way there, I don't think. <laughs> I think it's good for what it is. Um verse two opens up with that same line again with Whoa can't do it by myself. And then I can't wake up to these reminders of who I am, a failure at everything, 18 going on, extinct. I know my place. It's nowhere you should roam. And, uh, dare I say we're done with the song. Yep, that's it.
just editing this episode right now, and I wanted to pop in to let everyone know that it's a criminal act that we did not address the way Patrick extends the word self and to say yeah, 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 yeah. It's really fucking good. Just wanted to make sure that that was addressed at at some point. Thanks. Pre-chorus, chorus, chorus again. Uh, and then the outro is the drummer from Plain White Tees saying you have <laughs> start doing the yelling of you have to prove for background vocals and then laughing, which is cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, but back to verse two. Um, I like the the 18 going on extinct line. Um, there's a great detailed annotation here that I'm not going to read because I do not think it's any deeper than a 13 going on 30 joke. <laughs> I'm not going to Google what year that came out. 2004. Wow. Um, which is after this this uh, song came out. So I'd have to like I'd have to imagine that phrase has been around forever, though. Yeah, I think so. Because I was almost like, I wonder if the the 2004 movie with Jennifer Garner that we all love dearly uh, is like a remake or something. Because um, a lot of yeah. a lot of films are secretly remakes. That's true. Uh, shout out to uh, Mark Ruffalo, America's boyfriend. Yeah, Brie Larson's in that movie. Is she really? Yeah, as I'm looking at it right now, she's like a teenager. Oh, wild! But yeah, shout out to Mark Ruffalo. I think all podcasts should include more shout outs to Mark Ruffalo. That's why you should listen to Uppercut Podcast because we're constantly shouting out Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. I mean. Maybe not constantly, as but like definitely more than I do on a day to day basis. He's trying so hard. We have at least one Mark Ruffalo shout out per episode. I think. Mm-hmm. I guess depending on the the length of the podcast and the frequency of uploading, and also like, is it a Mark Ruffalo podcast? I feel like that might be a place where it could happen all the time, and I'd be okay yeah. with it. It's yeah. like Mark Ruffalo is good. He's trying his best. But it's it's I I immediately start veering towards the conversation of like which Chris is the best, and I'm like you shouldn't give any Chris that power. So <laughs> si- similarly, I don't know if Mark Ruffalo needs the power that constant conversation would provide. Yeah, he just deserves a shot every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. We could just talk about Mark Ruffalo for the for another five minutes, so this episode's longer. That's true. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Mark Ruffalo film? I that's what I was gonna ask you because I don't know off the top of my head. Um. Okay. Let me think of all the Mark Ruffalo films that I've seen. Yeah, I'm pulling um, up his filmography on Letterboxd. I think I'm trying to think. What was the one, the newspaper one, where they were trying to like expose the Catholic Church for pedophilia? Oh like, Jesus! I don't know. He has a lot of movies that are like that kind of shit, though. That one was pretty good. Um, I do like him as the Hulk. Um, I think he's funny. He's yeah, he's he's maybe the best I've like. I guess I've only seen three Hulks in the in the universe, but he's mm-hmm. maybe the the best I think at it. Uh, thirteen on going on thirty is a classic. It's a good movie. Um, I haven't seen it in a long ass time, but I remember it being a good movie. I'm gonna Google Mark Ruffalo newspaper movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in uh, Dark Waters last year. That's a good movie. He's so fucking good in the Brothers Bloom. That's like I kind of an. That. It, it's a Ryan Johnson Spotlight. movie. Spotlight, Spotlight is the movie I'm thinking of. Brothers Bloom is kind of an underrated Ryan Johnson movie because it just seems to be the one that people talk about the least because it's not mm-hmm. as it's it's not as uh interest. Uh, well, to most people, it's not as interesting as um as Brick, 
uh and then after that he starts doing shit like looper and um star wars and, and shit uh i like the brothers room a lot it's him and adrian brody uh and i think he's great as i i think a lot of people would have completely fucked up that character and i think mark ruffalo finds something interesting in it hell yeah did you ever see begin again no i i wanted to but i missed it i that's I the saw like kira knightley music one right yeah yeah where he's like a, a a burned out songwriter um i remember thinking it was okay at the time uh, I thought it was funny that Adam Levine played a parody of literally Adam Levine. Yeah. Uh, but I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm, I'm being, I'm learning now that James Corden was in it, so I think I would immediately have a lower opinion of it now. Mm-hmm. I wish he he completely brings down the last act of uh of Ocean's Eight, which is an okay movie, and he's not he's fine in it, but it's so easy to have too much James Corden. Yeah. Yeah a little bit too much of him in cats i still haven't seen cats i want to missing out it seems like it would be my kind of bullshit it's uh it's certainly some bullshit <laughs> i uh I, I i don't ironically like things but i think it's the most enjoyable movie that i think is just bad yeah something special about cats um he's also apparently mark i mean also is apparently great in Zodiac, which is on my to-do list. Oh, I have seen Zodiac, but it's been a long time. I didn't even realize he was in it. Yeah, he's in it with uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Robert Downey Jr., like the three the, the, the three top build in it. But I have, uh, I basically am perpetually going to, like, I should get around to watching all of David Fincher's movies. <laughs> and I just <laughs> haven't. Because um, I, Social Network is a perfect film. I like Fight Club a lot. I think it is uh, like The Dark Knight, a movie that has been weaponized by the wrong people. And I still haven't seen Zodiac or, or Seven. Um, I like Gone Girl, but it's so hard to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, Mark Ruffalo. He's a good egg, I think. Yeah. I didn't know he was in the in the Now You See Me movies. I also didn't know that. I'm looking at him here. I also... Forgot he was in Iron Man 3. I think he's in the post-credits of that movie. Oh, shit. I also didn't know that. His most, um, on Letterboxd, his fifth most most viewed movie is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which I did not know he was in. Wait, he, I, yeah, I was about to say, I didn't know he was in that either. Shit. I also haven't seen that movie, but. Yeah, of, of all the things I've seen from it over the years, he is not among it. No, that, I've <laughs> but, uh... never once heard anyone be like, oh, yeah, remember that Mark Ruffalo was in that? I guess he is. Huh. But yeah, that's right. After that is Captain Marvel, which I couldn't tell you how he fit himself into that movie, but I guess he did. I truly don't remember. I saw that movie. Don't recall. Yeah. Anyways, um, thanks for coming to the Mark Ruffalo Hour. Uh, shout out to his rom-com with Reese Witherspoon, Just Like Heaven. Um. I think I remember my mom liking that movie. I, uh, I think have never even heard of that movie. I think she's a ghost. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he falls in love with a ghost that like haunts his apartment or something. Like he moves in and she's like, oh, what are you doing here? I've heard of that. And then he just really wants to fuck the ghost because it's Aretha Witherspoon. You know what? Fair enough. I certainly can't judge. Yeah. Um. And that's. I think that's all the Mark Ruffalo takes I really have for for the day. Um, 
I'm just like looking at all his other credits and I'm just like, I don't I don't know any of these things. <laughs> yeah. He always yeah. he always tries really hard to care about the right things. Yeah, he doesn't like nail it, but he he tries. He does his best. You know? Yeah, Anyways. I think he's I think he's all right. Mm-hmm. First, I think he he certainly tries harder than probably anyone else who has the mm-hmm. the platform mm-hmm. of a literal Avenger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least he's not pulling Scarlett Johansson's. No. God, like the god the literal like spectrum of like Scarlett Johansson with all her shit, uh Chris Pratt, his bullshit that's come out. And then on the other mm-hmm. side you have like the basically centrist Twitter feed of Chris Evans, he means well, and then Mark Ruffalo <laughs> actually like trying to speak about issues. Mm-hmm. And then the bizarre dichotomy of Joaquin Phoenix being in Joker while also using all of his uh award speeches to be like the planet is crumbling beneath us. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah, 13 going on 30 is a pretty solid movie. Yeah, I like that movie. Have to I'll have to watch it again soon. Anyways, the song's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any songs about Mark Ruffalo out there? Surely. Uh, probably? What a strange episode of a podcast we've recorded today. Really, it really is. It was mostly a Mark Ruffalo cast. We had to fill the time somehow. (laughs) I'm not complaining, Joe. On that note, Caitlin! Yes, Joe. I yelled your name because I'm supposed to ask you where you are on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com at CGN8Rs. You can also go to my mostly video games website, Uppercut. That is UppercutCrit.com or at UppercutCrit on Twitter. Nice! <laughs> you can find myself on social media, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, and I make uh, a couple other podcasts. Um, also on the same network as this one at TheOrangeGhost.com. Uh, just... Just log on to the website and take a peek at uh, just about anything. I don't even have to be on it. Just listen to some podcasts there. Um, and uh, if you really like what you're listening to, you can uh, consider supporting the network on Patreon as well. On a normal episode, all of all of our movie talk would be cut out and put onto the Patreon. But in this one, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, just count it as like a, a teaser. Like, hey, if yeah. you like listening to Joe and I talk about movies, just yeah, if you, you like can it when we talk, the Patreon, you can hear more of it. If you want us to just get completely off fucking topic, I think I think all the talk about Frozen Two ended up on there. I don't remember. It's been a minute. I think I, ha- I think we have a lot of stuff in my folder that I need to upload. Anyways, uh, two dollar level gets you the audio cut out of episodes for uh, multiple shows across the network. Uh, and the $10 level gets you bonus episodes like Theo Pets, where our friend Theo plays through Neopets games, uh, Champs in the Making mm-hmm. Early episodes, uh, It's All Been Done, the Bare Naked Ladies Podcast Network also has been doing some bonus episodes up there. It's great. Honestly, we, we could take a page out of their book and do Soul Punk over there. This is an idea I'm having for the first time on the air, so I might cut it out if you don't want to, but... <laughs> I'm good with that. It's an idea, because it's, it's, there's, there's less to dig into the same way that we do, but... What else do I plug on this show? Uh, did you do the Discord? I sure didn't. 
Uh, so the Discord, uh, you could talk to us about our show. You could talk to other creators about their shows. You can talk to each other about whatever you want. Uh, pretty dope. Yeah, y'all know what Discord is, or you don't. Um, but if you do, we don't have to explain it. Just click that link in the... I think it's in the show notes. If not, it's also on the website, uh, theorangecups.com. But um, if you don't know what Discord is, it's like a big collection of chat rooms on servers. It's easier than it sounds. It's not just for gamers. Anyways, what... I think that's it? Yeah. Oh, there's also a Twitter for the show. Uh, SWGDpod. You can... Yes. There's... There's some shit posts and almost always a tweet about when new episodes come out. Also, we never say this is a weird episode to say it, but uh, you could review us on iTunes if you like the podcast. You should. Yeah. I think we're pretty good. I, th- I think it's good. I mean, yeah, this one, this one is a little in, uh, off topic, but some people love that shit. So who knows? Yeah. Galen. Yes, Joe. Is this more than you bargained for yet? Uh, the movie chat was a little bit, but like in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like you were you were prepared for a, a ten minute episode about a song, and then we talked about Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Well, we will see you next time with a guest. Yeah. As we return to the best Fallout Boy record, at least in my opinion. Yes, Joe's favorite. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.